Uh, let me give you the grand tour. This is the barbecue, and this is the table. It's the table for everyone to uh, sit around because I know how important family time is to you. Brings us nicely and neatly to the piece de resistance, the herb garden. What's up? <laughs> You've been overwhelmed. I've been having an affair with Pierce. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK and Bayer. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We talk about episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors that have just screened in Australia. And uh, I am Vaya, a um, writer who can't suspend disbelief, sitting in the backyard of the PirateNet studios with Catherine Jones, a.k.a. CJ the Hot Mess Mum. Hello. You remember that time that there was like diamonds in coffee or something? Sure do. And like, wasn't that at the backyard of the PirateNet studios? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah off air bar. So, I mean, let's start digging. Mm. <laughs> Well, the cat's out here, so he can help. He can help. We are in my yard because we can gather inside now, but all precautions say that it's for COVID. It's better to be outside. Yeah, and look, we are lucky as hell that this situation has occurred at the time of year in Australia that it's happened. Yes, because if someone had told us we had to um, socialize outside in I don't know June, it would have been cold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would have done it. I know. And it's a little bit nippy this evening in Melbourne, not going to lie. Yeah. But um, we will get through. Just to like speak from a place of privilege, it's a little chilly because it's been a clear blue sky all day. <laughs> so there's no insulation. <laughs> and it, it's going to be a warm one tomorrow, actually. Yeah, 32. Yeah. So, and Kate is, the regional borders have opened. So Kate's off at the Anglesey Backpackers. And you're going away soon as well? Yeah, next weekend. Going to go see some some of baby Dr. Carl's uncles and grandparents. The Ring of Steel, they were calling it. The Ring of Steel around regional Victoria to protect it from poisonous Melbourne. Yeah. Now it's lifted. So um, we won't gloat too much about normalcy in Melbourne because I know that a lot of the rest of the world is locking back down. The, the only good thing is we don't know when lockdowns will occur. No. And we don't know if we're going to have three, four, five, six, seven. We don't know. Um, and so we've just got to enjoy it when it's not here. Yeah. This is our turn for a reprieve mm. and we will take it. We saw you on Instagram and we will we'll up you. Yes. <laughs> All those people. What a, like Stuff happened on Neighbours this week. Firstly, Neighbours Council business. Sweetie, it's just business. Not a whole lot of business. I want to shout out a couple of people that joined our Facebook group, Neighbours Council. It's very hard. It's getting harder and harder to find these screenshots because I have to scroll through 40,000 pictures of my son. Uh, here we go. Becky listens to the pod every Friday after the UK episodes end. That would be a nice way to spend a Friday night because typically in Australia, you've got to wait till Monday or Tuesday. Uh, and Tracy listens walking in the morning. You keep me company. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. We're like facilitating... You know, balance. And it's a lonely time, yeah. pandemic time. I just, even now that Melbourne's opening and I'm trying to schedule appointments with family and friends, it's getting, it's just trying to juggle people's availability and sometimes you don't want to bother people and you don't want to overwhelm people and you don't want to be overwhelmed. And so sometimes you're just sitting around going, well, I still want to see people, but I haven't. And the other thing is, is you meant to write down everything you do. Oh, 
That's right. I have not done well, that. Well, we do social media. Yeah. We, we tag ourselves on Instagram. I think I might need to turn on some sort of tracking thing on my phone so that I don't have to think about it ever again. Yeah. But um, no, it is difficult. And I've been out a few places and found it really overwhelming. So look, it's up and it's down. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Katy Perry song, you're hot and you're cold. <laughs> yes and you know. Um, Speaking of hot and cold, there's a lot of hot and cold happening on Neighbours. Oh. And we usually save a story for our patrons over at patreon.com slash neighbourspod. And again, sometimes uploaded a few days late, but it goes up. And this time I think we're going to save our new friend Paco, the story of Paco and B, um, sweet little romance. Yeah. It's like a four and 20 pie. It's an Australian love story. <laughs> because the rest, everything else we just need. There's only one thing on the menu. Yeah. Like there's other characters trying to do things, but I'm just like fast forward. Yeah. I look... Toad, that's great. I, 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 you've got a foundation and that's really wonderful. But I, I don't need to talk about your admin today. No. I mean, look, any week where Toadie and Carl both get the craps. <laughs> um, Skip. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, next. We don't need to talk about it. So she's doing business with you. So, okay. We don't care about tawdry. We don't care about... Um, oh, we do care that... Um, Carl Kennedy's come back and he's grown a moustache for Movember. Yeah. That's mwah, chef's kiss. Mm. Perfect. Very enthused to follow his journey. It's a, very, it's a shame that the UK is getting Movember in December, but hey, what are you going to do? Oh, that is annoying. <laughs> um, you know, but you know, nothing's really gone right this year, so why would that? Also, we get to hear Susan throw shade at him all the time. Again, you're a weirdo, Carl. It's her new catchphrase. Yeah. I mean, imagine that being – because what if they've been together like 40 years or something and <laughs> just waking up and going, oh, you are weird. Yeah. yeah, I love it. She has finally decided to go and check in on her students in like the last week of exams. Phone it in, Susan. Don't worry about it. So they come home from the holidays and Carl says at one point, oh, gosh, I've taken a couple of days off after getting home from our trip. You're brave going straight back or something. I'm like, it's in the middle of term. She shouldn't be taking holidays <laughs> anyway. She said, well, I've got to check on some of my students. They might be struggling with exams. I go, they were probably struggling three weeks ago. Like Harlow was. Yeah. And where were you? Nowhere. Nowhere. But that aside, we need to talk about the fallout of Fippy, Fierce, Fake Pierce and Dibby Rebecca's affair came crashing down. Yeah. So Friday night we left with Chloe walking in. And then straight on out. Mm. <laughs> And so Monday was um, – now, how did you find the sound on Monday? Did you notice anything? No. So the, the track, the soundtrack, which is something I never notice, um, was loud. So it was really hard to sort of hear dialogue without turning up the TV really loud. Actually, there were a lot of musical montages. Yeah. People like looking solemnly in the distance and packing things up. Yes. And I think it was like we were in some – we were in like Dippy's mind. Right. And or Chloe's mind or whoever's mind at that time. Dippy's mind would be a musical montage. I actually think Dippy, she's gotten a bit full of herself. Well, because she's got two boyfriends now. <laughs> she's got tickets yeah. on herself. <laughs> and one of them's a really hot billionaire. <laughs> the other one's her husband. Yeah. Um, I found it a really interesting journey she went on this week because she's not ready to let go of her bit of stuff on the side. No, she's very concerned about Fierce. Yeah, and to the point where her husband is fully, like he, he's about to break down, then he goes, 
Um, so, sweetie, why aren't you over here begging me to forgive you? <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, so, she, because Chloe's walked in, Dippy has to go home and tell Shane. That was a great moment where he's like, I've got to go after Chloe. She's like, what do I do? Do I tell, do I tell Shane? Do I tell Shane? Yeah. Well, don't go. We have to. I've got to talk. I should tell Shane, right? Pierce. Yes, Dippy, you've got to tell Shane. I'm sorry. I've got to go. And instantly, Pierce, Fierce, wants nothing more to do with Dippy. Yeah. Like, the minute that this affair is no longer a, a secret and is no longer sexy and fun, he's done. Yeah. Dippy, however, no. And so Dippy goes home and Shane's all ramped up on his outdoor sunroom. That's right. I could use a bit of that right now, actually, for some outdoor potting. We're here amongst my lettuces, my overgrown lettuces and my weeds and my parsley. That's like the day of the Triffids back here. But I, I wouldn't mind some decking. Well, when I got here, you should have taken me out the back and said, here's the herb garden. <laughs> it's just for the two of us. We are at a dining table for two. We are. Like, <laughs> like, they, like, like Shane sets out. And um, she said, I've been having an affair. And... Shane? Boy, does she. Yeah. She does not mess around with that information. And he's like, nah. You got the wrong end of that stick. No. I think he was just sort of like, Dippy, no. (laughs) He's a billionaire. (laughs) And he's younger than you. I think, well, I think he is young. No, he's not. But his wife's a lot younger than (laughs) Yeah. And he said, no, you're mates. Yeah. Yeah, Very good mates. Yeah. Puffy, very good mates. Special bed mates. Yeah. That was fascinating how she tore that Band-Aid off. Mm. No, no run-up, nothing. And it was unneighbourly. If neighbours normally, she would normally keep it a secret for a week, you know, and Chloe would have ended up being the person that tells Shane probably. Mm. Or Yashvi or something, mm. like, awful. Yeah. I was just expecting Dippy to go, so you know how you are on drugs and I didn't take that well? <laughs> Just set the scene a bit, Dippy. You are you are a theatre enthusiast. Mm. Let's do some scene setting. Yep. Act one. <laughs> Act one, you were on drugs. Act two, I struggled. Yeah. Act three, what just happened up at Lassiter's. Yeah. Chloe is not messing around. No. She throws him out. Yep. And then he comes back. He's like, no, I'm gonna move in. I'm gonna stay here and we're gonna work this out. She couldn't get him to go to dinner. 24 hours ago, oh. and now he will not leave her alone. Yeah, he wanted to do a late sitting. So <laughs> um, she then goes, well, I'm not staying here. Bye, and packs up and goes over to the Brenackers with her brother. Yeah, and her and Hendrix have a little moment where she looks at him like, I'm sorry I wanted to be your mum, you know. They had a really good thing going for a bit. She was helping him with his exams, yeah. and she was a good buffer between him and his dad. Yeah. Sad. And then his dad got another buffer. <laughs> And buffed it. (laughs) Who is waiting in the wings? I don't know. She's got red hair. Nicolette. You can't quit the cigarette and you can't quit Chloe. No. And wow, she's busybodying around that situation. And it's almost like she's got a copy of It's Called a Breakup because it's broken. And she's like reciting it to Chloe. And is like, you kick him to the curb, sister girlfriend. And she's like, I'm I'm raw right now. This is hurting. I just want to eat some chocolate and have um, Bloody Marys. That was Yes. She, she gave her alcohol for breakfast. I mean, it is a fantastic house to be in if you're, if you're hurting. That's true. Cake for breakfast, alcohol for breakfast. 
And there are no rules. I loved so much. So the foot wine plays another starring wine role later in the week. God, um, spare me. Yeah. But Jane, she walks in. So Chloe is at number 32 and she's very emotional. And Jane walks in and said, Therese was just out on the street and she told me to give you this. And it's like, what did Therese get? Like this alarm in her head, like Chloe's heart's broken, alcohol. <laughs> Well, if she can't drink, someone else might as well. Yeah. It seemed like a weird thing for her to go like, oh, I better get this to her. And that was the, the wine they crushed on their first date. Yeah. Which is weird because it's something that they have done on The Bachelor, like possibly in Tim Robard's season. Yeah. Crushing grapes to make wine. Speaking of Mr. Robards, do you know what was announced today? No. His child has been born. <gasps> really? Yes. A girl. I can't remember her name right now. Oh, my God. I need to see right now, right now, right now, right now. Oh, my God. It looked like they were home, so it probably um, it was born like a few days back, but yeah. Maybe the same day our friend had her baby. Maybe, yeah. Um, what's his name? Mr. Tim Robards. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, look at her. Does it have a name? L Robards. Oh, that's, right. that's pretty. He says, how bloody amazing. I never knew my wife was a superhero. No. That's nice. I oh. thought she was just a lawyer. Yeah. A hot lawyer. Anna, my God. Looks like she's just done a... Full day in the lawyer law office. Like, she looks amazing. She does. Oh, look at the little thing. So that photo makes me – I mean, I'm glad that Don's doing this role, but also, like, if I had to be watching him being this disgusting on television and yeah. then seeing that photo, I no. wouldn't know how to deal with it. So Nicolette is practically sitting on Chloe's lap. Won't give her a moment's peace in this house. And – like deflects anyone who comes near her. Yeah, and she's like you said, she's like a stereotype of everything. She's like, Pierce is the worst. We're not going to listen to anything he says. He's a cheating scumbag. Yeah, and um, Jane is also there for all of this. Because she's moved in to the Brennakers. What else was she going to do too? Like this is the drama in her house right <sighs> now. And Jane keeps on sort of reminding her daughter all of this is up to Chloe. She might forgive Pierce. Yes, this is someone else's marriage. Yeah. And also, so Pierce keeps moping to Hendrix. And Hendrix has no sympathy for his dad. And then keeps reminding him, like, because Pierce is jealous that Nicolette's involved. He's like, I bet she had something to do with this. And he's right, but we don't. he doesn't know yet. And Hendrix is like, yeah, but, mate, you did this. And Chloe didn't cheat on you. So why are you still freaking out about it? And Pierce, like, makes a call and goes over to speak to Chloe mm. and instead of making amends he again has a go at her for being so close to Nicolette it's like this is your one chance to get your wife back he tries to convince her to go and stay in the hotel rather than with her brother it's like it's because it's you're a really great advocate for that plan Pierce <laughs> yeah and and he's like why don't I can't, why don't you come home and and all I was thinking is why didn't you go home last week <laughs> somebody go home somebody go to their own home I am annoyed that Fierce is in the house and Chloe's left. Mm. And I know that she did that with her own agency because he wouldn't leave. But also, that's her brother's house that they bought. Yeah. Like, she clearly should get that house. He should go live, like, somewhere. In that new display home that he was living in when they first got here. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen now, house-wise? Which, how do you think it's all going to play out? Where do you think she's going to end up? I think Chloe will go back to the house because something – not good's going to happen with Pierce Fierce. Do you know that or are you speculating? I've uh, On Friday he's like having – Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that was the cliffhanger. So he had a little – took a little tumble. 
He did. Um, and he's clutching for air. So, yeah. look, we can assume it's a heart attack maybe, but it could well be, you know, a little angina. <laughs> Death by Dippy maybe. Yeah, or just – it could just be a panic attack. Okay, yeah. Because he hasn't been feeling well for a few days and he thought once he'd speak to Chloe it would be okay. Oh, yeah, he keeps talking. When, like, he, like he said, he um, he goes up to Hendrix and he tells Hendrix to be quiet when he gets home because he's going to have a nap. And Hendrix is like, F you, Tad. I'm doing exams. I'll do what I want. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, put some noise-cancelling headphones on and go to sleep. Yeah, I'm sure you've got 185,000 pairs of yeah. them. Yeah, so um, I just think he's going to go – look, basically, Fierce is wandering around town and no one other than Dippy wants him to be there. No. Um, I found it interesting that – so David and Aaron are Canada-bound to go and make a um, deposit for their yep. IVF, so for their, for their surrogacy plan. Mm-hmm. It's David. I didn't. I, I. I may have missed a trick where they missed a beat where they decided that it was David that was going to be the donor. Maybe it was because of Aaron had the Huntingtons in his family, I think. Um, but David's the one that's going to be the donor for yeah. their baby. And they cancel Aaron's flight so he can be with his sister. And Paul's like, no, you should be alone. I'll come with you while you make your <laughs> intimate deposit. Yep. And David's like, stay here and fix your marriage because Teresa's giving you the evil eye. Oh, yeah, Therese and her, like, eye rolls to her husband this week are superb. Um, That is weird for Paul to want to go to that. The best part of the whole thing was when the whole affair got discovered and everyone's yelling at everyone. And then why was Pierce over at the Robinsons? He, I think he went to get Hendrix. So Hendrix was there. Yeah. Yeah. And... It, it had all come out and then Pierce just throws Paul in it immediately and he's like, that's why Paul wanted to sh- buy the hotel share because he knew and he was blackmailing me. Anyway, got to go, bye. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, no, he did do that. and But Paul keeps making the point, you know, I, would, I just saw an opportunity, <laughs> um, which by the way, my husband wants me to point out to you, that he believes that Paul just took an opportunity. <laughs> um, but... Um, but also, at the end of the day, Paul's like, I don't care what you think of me. He's the one that was cheating on his wife, not me. But cheating isn't the only form of evil. It's not the only form of bad and wrongdoing. Like, it's not like just because he had his way with another lady doesn't mean everyone else goes further down on the scoreboard. Um, I agree with you. But also in Neighbours Land, this is the thing of the week, you know? I mean, Paul's done plenty of bad things, but this week he hasn't done that much. Yeah. Okay. So after the – it was on Monday or early on Tuesday when Chloe goes over to Dippy's to just basically have a go at her and I don't blame her and I cannot wait. Like I, we've seen some, some like, you know, tidbits of what's to come. I just want to see these two sparring mm. constantly. It's awesome. So she comes over and she says – Yashvi tells her off for just walking in. Oh, ever heard of knocking? Your mother slept with my husband. I think we're a bit beyond good manners. But I didn't come here to fight. I enjoy a few dynamics here. I enjoy that Yashvi is defending her mother because, um, again, people are human. Her mum had been through a lot and she had empathy for her mum. It's a pity she didn't have as much empathy when her father was struggling with addiction and mental illness, but whatever. Um, but it's nice that everyone doesn't immediately 
just turn her into a pariah, dip you into a pariah. And I like seeing a different edge to Chloe because she's usually the bubbly, sassy, funny one. And now she is cut and sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to see this of Chloe. I'm enjoying Dippy not getting over the affair because it's kind of funny. Definitely. Oh. She's like, oh, well, I've just got some thinking to do. I still haven't finished my thinking. And she says something at one point in the week where she's like, I'm not going to apologise for taking the time I need to get through this or something. And it's yeah. like, no, no. Just break up with him. Yeah. If you're this torn up about it all. Yeah. And you're not, like, just break up with him. So things couldn't get any more complicated for the Rebeccas until. Oh, Uncle Toad's got to go pick up someone from the airport. Yeah. And we sort of led to believe because Ange won't get off the phone. Um, we're led to believe maybe it's a flight in from Colac <laughs> and it's not. No, although I would love an Ange visit. Love one. But um, Could you imagine Ange ripping into Dippy? Yes, Dippica, Dippica. Oh. Um, so the door opens and it's the prodigal son. Yep. The late Jay Rebecca has risen from the dead where I thought he was. Now, they've, they've changed his age because um, I hear that he was originally the eldest child. Yeah. 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 Uh, and now it's Yashvi, Jay and Kersha. Yeah. And he was in boarding school in Sydney. Uh, they've done a piper. He's done a piper. Remember when uh, Tarage and Brad broke up was because Brad chose Lauren and they had an affair and he was going to go move across the road. And then Piper, they, Josh and Imogen flew her in from Canada and to save the marriage or to, you know, to pick up the pieces. And that's what Jay's here to do. Mm. Very well balanced child, isn't he? He comes in and he's just like, okay, you guys are going through some stuff. <laughs> it's like, well, your dad was a drug addict just a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Um, breaking the law. He, he's, he's been on charges. He's been to court recently. Now mum's sleeping with the local billionaire. Mm. Toadie's got the shits. It's like, just fill me in, guys. Get me out to speed here. Yeah. They should have made a jar for him like they did with Piper. Oh, my gosh. That's a good idea, actually. Because they haven't mentioned him much. Like, he's he doesn't play a big role in their life. They mention him once every six months. Piper got more of a mention. They used to talk about, I'm going to go do a video chat with Piper. You know, like, mm. Jay really fell off the grid. And he and Yashvi have a great brother-sister dynamic. I love it. I love how she comes, he comes in and she says, oh, the golden child's here. My sister and I always call my brother the golden child because out of the three of us, we think he's going to have the traditional Greek kind of wedding house, picket fence, all that jazz. And we are just, we've both moved out of home and dad's really not dealing with it. Like (laughs) I'm nearly 40. My sister's going to be 30 in a few years and he can't deal with the fact that we're anipandri, like unmarried, living out of home. Oh, well. He'll never get over it. You provided the grandchild, so exactly. Yeah. You got to tick something. You got to tick one box. As long as one's ticked, the rest you can do whatever you want yeah. with. So Jay is the golden child, which I'm very keen to see play out because I, I would have thought Kersha was the golden child. And yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you pick Kersh when when these are the options? But then he can. He's been allowed to live out of home for years do school wherever he wants and never have to come back for any family function or funeral. See, yeah, or funeral. That's He didn't even come back for Sonia's nah, death. don't care, doesn't care. And, like, you love how he'll call um, Toadie to come get from the airport, but, like, Toadie's wife dies? Yeah. No. D- didn't see you two years ago, Jay? No, no. 
Um, and poor old Tony, when when you've got food poisoning, oh. you don't want to go to the airport. No, you short journeys only. Yeah, and you know, I mean, thank goodness he had a nurse around um, mm. for that situation, so she could administer the um, what is it called, the electrolyte oh. drinks. I don't think you can come back from that sexually. Like, I don't think that's a, a romantic way to begin a. It's not a good first date. Why did Carl? I do not want to talk about it. Why did Carl invite himself over? He was meant to be looking after Toadie's kids with Susan. Susan would not have let him go over there. That's all I'm saying. Um, Toadie, well, no, Carl wants to prove to Toadie that he is into Audrey. So he says, oh, you're going on a date. And he says, oh, no, I'm not. Oh. You're like, well, you've got no problem with me coming then. Okay, very funny. Great. Now, um, <laughs> Jay, interesting casting. It's complicated. It's complicated because they are a mixed-race family. The children are mixed-race. The children they've cast are not. So, like, there's a lot of discussion online because on the one hand, you're erasing a role for a mixed-race actor, mm-hmm. but you're creating a role for an actor of colour, mm. That so it's which is fantastic. And... But also, there are relationships, there are families where the child looks more like one parent than the other. Barack Obama had a white mother. Like, yeah. It's, you just, you can't tell. I mean, maybe Dippy has stepped out before. You, you don't know. There's, the weirder things have been retconned before. Mm, oh, yeah, totally. I think it's in regard to casting, um, and, you know, this is pretty white of me to have not really picked up the mixed race part, but um, I thought... He looks like he looks at least like Dippy's child, and I actually think he he has a bit of the puffy Rebecca head shape, the roundness. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right. I can see, I can see it, and the curls are a little bit Rebecca like too. Oh, yeah, they're in the yeah. blood for sure. If he grew it out to a mullet, he could rival Toadie. and he is the Barracuda. He's well, he's rejecting his fish. He name. has apparently he renounced it years ago when he moved to Sydney, and that couldn't be more Sydney. Right on, bang on. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a fish and I'd like a flat white. Yeah. And Barry, Yashri calls him Barry, which is adorable. Um, But there's got to be more to it. Obviously, he's here to stay. So there's got to be a reason he's ditching his boarding school. Soccer scholarship, I think it was, wasn't it? Well, he was running around with a basketball. Oh, okay. Retcon. Maybe multiple ball sports. I mean, if you're into one. Um, Nicola, she's not into ball sports. Yeah. So we're led to believe he's just finished year 11 exams. So we're led to believe he'll be going back, I guess. Which is really close. Yeah, he's really close to Kersha in age then. Because she's probably about to start year 11. And to think, when did they move? So he's just been in boarding school since he was like four? (laughs) I think It's like Levi and Sheila situation. I think, I don't know when the Rebecca's came in, at least three or four years ago. Yeah. So... Well, little Kirsch was quite young, so if he was yeah. only a year older than her, it was at the that same time. with Piper. She was doing Canadian boarding school when she was like thirteen or something. Yeah, and like dating a twenty-year-old or something. Ew. I mean, sometimes boarding school is a great fit. Like I know someone whose daughter just started boarding school because she wasn't fitting in in her current school at home, and now she's thriving. Oh yeah, it can be really great. My mum went to boarding school. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and, and no, it can be really, really good. And and when the Beatles came to town, she ran away. <laughs> <laughs> chip off. You're a chip off the old block, yeah. CJ. Um, so anyway, we're led to believe that he'll only be here for a few months mm. to sort out his family. But I can't think of anything that I would want to run from more than finding out my parents have stepped out on each other and now it's gotten weird. I'm like, 
I do not want to insert myself into that narrative. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about my parents having sex, let I, alone yeah. other people. La, 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 la. I'd be like, hey, Yashvi, do you want to come visit me for a while? Do you need a breather? Yeah, join the New South Wales Police Force. <laughs> Bring your crappy boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, I think he's even there. Where where, did, where where does Beth live? North. Okay, yeah. Yep. Maybe Noosa. Or, or there's like there's some hippies up in like the Gold Coast or mm. something. Like maybe that situation. I love Noosa for her, actually. Um, well, so now Jay's here. We've got Jay. Wh- yeah. And Jay and Hendrix have had a bit of frisson in the um the old complex. Yeah, they're chatting away, like straight away. Hit the ground running. We don't know if they're going to be best friends or fight or both. And there's already tension with Harlow because she hasn't forgiven Hendrix for um, cheating for her. <laughs> yes. Um, and strangely enough, in conversations with my husband, my husband is very offended by what Hendrix did at that exam. Cheating for her? Yeah. Yeah. But not so offended about anything that Paul's ever done. <laughs> Look, you know, everyone's got their hill to die on and that's that's your husband's. So now so she what forgiven him. we um, presume it's going to get – it's going to ramp up because – now that Pierce has this health scare, Dippy's probably going to be really worried. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to be like, she's going to, she's going to be what? What food does she make people like a yeah. lasagna? Yeah. She'll be popping lasagna <laughs> over. That Pierce doesn't eat lasagna. Well, old okay. Pierce one didn't eat lasagna. No, maybe like maybe he's going to eat some lasagna now. <laughs> Could you imagine if Dippy like he put on the COVID five with Dippy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd notice five on him. It might have to be more. But um, so, no, I did see um, a little like next week on Neighbours. So Dippy comes over to the Rebecca's and says, I guess she tells them that Pierce has had a heart attack or his head's fallen off or whatever. I don't know. And Shane, I'm pretty sure, reacts like that. And there's a line from next week on Neighbours where she says, why, when did you become so heartless? To Shane. Yeah. That's right. So I'm assuming it's about Pierce. I mean, I could be wrong. Shane is annoying. I'm with you, but also like popping over to let her family know <laughs> that her boyfriend <laughs> isn't feeling well is class A terrible. Where are they going to put Jay in that house? I want to know. Maybe out on the deck. I don't know. Hope you brought a sleeping bag. Maybe that's why they had to build that room. Well, we don't care about anything else. So let's just do citizen and citizen. Bang, bang. Um... I'm going to go with Shitizen for Fierce Grayson. Yes. For just thinking that Hendrix gives a shit <laughs> about how he feels and whether he's sleeping and stuff. Don't involve your son in your affairs. Your son is in year 12 and he is not scholastic and he needs time to study. Yeah, Dad, I've got the economics exam next week. Do you want to run some... You know, run some Q&A with me or something? Yeah. What about those practice exams he was meant to be doing? And also, like, he's already ruined – Fierce has already ruined – because he was just going to go and work at the hotel and Fierce has sold that now. Yeah. He's already ruined so many situations for this poor kid and now he's like, oh, can you just, like, keep it down when you come home? No. No, get stuffed. Wow. Uh, Nicolette, shitizen, <laughs> you're weirding me out now. It's weird. Just remove yourself. If you love Chloe, set her free. <laughs> she needs personal space. You need to distance. You're very close to her. Sit on the couch and stuff. Yeah, she's definitely like subscribing to the um, like love the one you're with. She's like, I'm right here, Chloe. Love me now. 
And spoiler alert, so skip this for a minute, but I saw on Chloe's April's Insta stories that they don't get together. They haven't gotten together at all in any storylines they've filmed from now till March, Chloe and Nick. So that's very sad for Nick, isn't it? That is a that is grim. I certainly hope she's not still in March sitting there going, Hey Chloe. Do you want to make some Clojito? Clojito. <laughs> so happy to have Jay. Love the Barracuda. Yeah. No, I'm I'm happy to have Jay and whatever. So I, I'm really keen to see what happens with Hendrix and Jay because it seems like they're going to maybe – I think they'll fight, but then I think they're going to be like best friends. It's good to have, um, yeah, two young men interact mm. because we have the couples. Like they're ever, like the He's often with Harlow and Mackenzie. Mm. He doesn't really – it's nice. He was studying with Richie this week. That was cute. But um, it's just – anyway, it's great to have another teen in the mix. Or maybe he'll steal Harlow. I'm not sure. Or I, I saw some chatter that maybe he was immediately attracted by Hendrix. <gasps> I mean, I really like that for that situation. Because we don't really know Hendrix. We know that he loves Harlow, but we don't know his sexuality. He could be bi. Yeah. We have no idea. That I mean. Love that for Yeah, that thr- that's thrilling. He could bond with Chloe about that. Yeah, because they're going to like probably live together forever now. <laughs> Just as housemates. Oh, when Chloe turned around and looked at him like, I don't want this to end. I want that to end. Yeah. But not this. Sad. Anyway. All right. Well, that's us. Um, it's going to be me and Kate next pod because of navigating everybody's journeys to regional Victoria mm. now that the ring of steel's gone. And then hopefully after that we can rejoin rejoin all three of us again. Yeah. See you, everyone. Neighbours Pod on socials, Neighbours Council, and we'll chat to you next time. See ya, bye. bye. Ooh, barracuda.